when you are part of a community that supports you and is a cheerleader for you, it is a big confidence booster. Welcome to the Sawyer Vet Now What, the podcast. This is a show that serves as your audio mentor in your journey as a veterinarian. And each week, our awesome host, Dr. Mariah McCauley, will be bringing you insightful short-form interviews with happy, successful vets who are eager to share their career and clinical tips to make your life easier. So whether you're a final year vet student or a recent graduate, this podcast is your trusted companion on the pathway to success in veterinary medicine. Over to you, Mo. Welcome back to So You're a Vet, Now What? I'm your host, Dr. Mariah McCauley. Today on the podcast, I am joined by Dr. Danny Rabwin, the creator behind Ready Vet Go, a six-month remote mentorship program created to help support new grads. In this episode, Danny and I talk about the challenges surrounding new grads when they leave vet school and start practice, specifically the challenge of losing their community. We talk about the struggle of not being around your vet school friends but also what you can do to create community and the lasting impact having a community will have on both you and your practice. There is a lot to cover. It is a very fun conversation. I enjoyed it so much. So let's jump into it. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of So You're a Vet. Now what? I am very excited to welcome Dr. Danny Rabwin to the show. So Danny, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. As we were talking before the actual recording of the episode, we were talking about your program with Ready Vet Go and just your story of developing it, which we're definitely going to dive into. But a topic that really struck a chord with both of us was the subject of community and like how necessary that is for new grads and in particular how hard it is to actually find community as new grads. So, Danny, can you kind of talk us through, like, obviously, you've worked with a number of new graduates. Like, what is the struggle that you see them talking about in graduating from vet school where you have all your friends around you all the time to plop, you're now in a new practice and you don't know anybody? So, like, what are the struggles that they would talk with you about? That's exactly right. You know, the struggles go from having this built in community in veterinary school where everyone's going through the same thing as you at the same time. And then suddenly you're in, you know, usually a new place and you're having to integrate all of the medical things that you learned in school, how to translate that information into chatting with clients and feeling this sense of isolation. You know, it can be a really isolating time to go from having that built in community to now being in practice. And that's something that I hear a lot. And I think, you know, really strengthening those relationships and being able to form community both within the practice, with your colleagues and staff, and then with your clients, and then with the surrounding outside community is just so important. And I think the big struggles that I hear really are around that sense of isolation and not really being able to connect with people who are going through the same thing that you are at the same time. I know it's like you graduate. And I remember like, because that was only three-ish years ago that I graduated and just being in this location where I didn't know anybody, it was like I had my the people in the practice that I could get to know, but I didn't have necessarily a community in the surrounding neighborhood. 
didn't even really know my neighbors. And so you can imagine like not having anyone to really go home to even and just be like, this is what my day was like. Sure, I could call family, but it's just not the same as having someone that you can be like, hey, can we go grab coffee? I need to chat. And like having that kind of source or even someone to be like sharing your excitement about what happened during the day. Those are all little things that you don't really realize how important they are until you graduate. And I feel like that's where a lot of, like you said, that sense of loneliness, that sense of sadness, that sense of lacking belonging can come from as a new grad and can make that first six months so hard on top of you're a new doctor and now everyone's expecting a lot out of you. Like you're missing that part of your need as a human by not having that community. And then you throw in the fact that my generation, we graduated in COVID. (laughs) So like you couldn't even go and like get coffee with someone unless you were masked or six feet away. Like there were limitations to how you could get to know people. And I feel like that added that extra level of loneliness. And is that something that you found with your mentees? Yes. Oh my gosh. Graduating during the pandemic, I think for those of you that did within the last few years when everything was curbside, just added so much to that sense of loneliness. And, you know, I think you had mentioned we would talk about the origin of this program, Ready Vet Go. And I think now might be a good time to mention that. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm in practice. I've been in practice for almost 20 years. And the practice where I've been for 10 years now, we hired a new grad in 2020, right when you graduated as well. And she occupied the desk next to me. And we had a really lovely mentor-mentee relationship. But I really got to experience firsthand through her how different it was navigating the nuances of being a new practitioner curbside. It just added this whole other layer of complexity. And she came to me with questions on behalf of classmates and friends of hers who were out in practice who didn't have the same type of mentor relationship or support that she did. And it was during the pandemic and everyone was getting used to Zoom. And I said, you know, why don't we just form a Zoom group? And so we did. We formed this impromptu Zoom group with myself facilitating a bunch of new veterinarians all over the country, along with a friend and classmate of mine who was an equine practitioner and moving into small animals. So she wanted extra support too. So we formed this remote group and we met a few times a month after work in the evening and everyone would get a glass of wine or some tea. And we would just sort of talk about the challenges and complexities of being new practitioners. And it was a real light bulb moment for me. It really showed me that community can be built remotely. You know, we really need to think outside of the box sometimes. And the pandemic forced us to do that in so many different ways. And building community in this whole other realm was certainly new for me. And it was really transformative. It was a really, we met for a year. We still sometimes will get together and meet. But we were really able to build this community. And I was really able to see firsthand some of those challenges that you were talking about of graduating during the pandemic. So being able to see that and think outside the box to create community was just so powerful. You know, then that was the origin really of Ready Vet Go, which is my remote mentorship program. I love that so much. And just the fact like you saw a need, like you had that mentee who is walking through those struggles and you're like, okay, I see what we need. Obviously, your classmates and your friends, like they need that as well. Let's create something. And out of that has developed a beautiful community. And like you said, like they are able to connect with each other. They're able to share their struggles, share their joys, and they're able to give back to something. And 
I know we talked a bit about, at least before recording, like how can mentees or I guess new grads, how can they be proactive in developing that community both within their practice and with outside of their practice, which two different worlds that you have to deal with there? That is such a good question. How can new grads be proactive in creating the community? And that I think that word is so key. I think the onus really is on the new grad. In addition to all the other things that you need to be thinking about as a new grad, being in charge of creating your own community is a really important piece. And there's a couple ways that this can happen. You know, I think really historically, when you have a mentor in a clinic, we often leave the movement of that mentor-mentee relationship up to the mentor. And I think that that can sometimes be a mistake and not necessarily beneficial to the mentee. So I really encourage new vets and mentees to take accountability of their own learning and of moving that relationship forward. So setting up times to sit down with your mentor and really establishing your mentor-mentee relationship guidelines and expectations. You know, when are we going to meet? How do you want me to come to you with cases? And so really kind of strengthening that core layer of the community. And then, you know, I think of community kind of like an onion. And so for a new grad, the center of that onion might be that mentor-mentee relationship. If you're lucky enough to have a mentor within your clinic, you've got your CSRs and technicians and other veterinarians that you might be working with. And so really being proactive to strengthen those relationships, you know, inviting a coworker out for coffee asking them about their pets or their kids or their hobbies, asking them what they're interested in in veterinary medicine. You know, technicians love when new grads come and teach them something new. You know, we don't often think of ourselves as new grads as leaders in our practice, but we really are. And we come with all of this new information or you come with all of this new information that your staff is often really hungry to hear. So, you know, setting up little impromptu training sessions, bandaging wet labs, cytology, slide reading, you know, take 10 minutes to show them how to read an ear cytology. All of those things are a way to kind of build community within your practice. And then I think the outside of the practice piece is really important too. Often so many of you are moving across the country, you might be starting new lives. And it can be very awkward and uncomfortable to start to form a new community. One thing we do in our Ready, Vet, Go program is we encourage our mentees to actually practice inviting somebody out for a cup of coffee. (laughs) You know, I had to do this recently when I moved to a new town and it was really hard. You know, my son is older. When he was young, I would become friends with the other parents in class, but I was in this new community. I didn't know anybody. And so I joined a yoga studio and there was somebody that I thought I might connect with. And I really was so nervous and I kind of practiced and said out loud and invited this woman for coffee and we've become really good friends. But sometimes practicing how you want to invite somebody to connect, saying it in front of a mirror, role-playing it with somebody in your your immediate network, it can feel a little bit awkward and uncomfortable. Um, But the more you do it, the more practice you get, the easier it is. And so strengthening those relationships both within your practice and then within your surrounding community, I think are really helpful. Are you a new or recent veterinary graduate? If so, listen up my course, So Your Vet, Now What?, has been put together specifically for you. We focus on the non-clinical skills, don't tune out. This is not as dull as it sounds, I promise you. In fact, almost every career problem that people face are due to not having well-developed non-clinical skills. The skills that I'm talking about are things like client communication, so you have great relationships with clients. Emotional intelligence, 
so you've got great relationships with your teammates. Effective negotiation skills, so you can get paid what you are worth. Management of imposter syndrome and how to build formidable resilience. They're not just skills, they are prerequisites vital for success in financial and emotional well-being. This course serves as an essential stepping stone to your success. So let's take the leap together. I will be your mentor as we go through 12 modules helping you transition from being a student to being a fully rounded professional. Head to www.drdavenickel.com forward slash S-Y-A-V class to learn more. Now back to the show. And I think that community, like outside the practice, is the point that at least everyone that graduated when I did, we really struggled with that. And I don't know, it's like, it's like you mentioned, as soon as you are put in situations where you aren't immediately interacting with people, like you said with your son, like you obviously had to go pick him up at school, you had to talk with the other moms, like the conversation and the interaction happened, but now you had to be more proactive. You actually had to go out and search out people in a way. And that is such a awkward thing to think about an awkward thing to do especially as an adult i feel like as we get older we get worse at it quite honestly we're more worried about what the other person thinks of us or what we think they're going to think of us by doing so but the truth of the matter is and this kind of brings us to our, our last point is like honestly there's an innate need for community as humans and you cannot live in isolation and so like actually being proactive actually going out and finding friends outside of the practice, strengthening those relationships within the practice. It's going to be good for you as a person. It's going to be good for your teammates, for your community in general. And so that's something that I I really want to kind of flesh out a little bit more here. So as you've been working with these new grads and you've gotten to see them grow and develop and kind of spread their wings and become mentors themselves, how have you seen the impacts or what have the impacts been on them by developing this community within their practices and outside their practice? Oh, one of the real great joys for me watching people strengthen their community relationships is to see their confidence boosting. You know, when people join our Ready Vet Go mentorship program and I do surveys and I ask them how they're feeling, low confidence is a very common theme. And when you are part of a community that supports you and is a cheerleader for you, it is a big confidence booster. And I think, you know, you mentioned spreading wings. And when I see that happen with our mentees, it's so rewarding. And it's such a joy for me to experience because I see these new veterinarians coming out with so much knowledge and really their own wisdom and their own life experience. And really what they lack oftentimes is that confidence piece. And by surrounding themselves with people who are their own cheerleaders, either within or outside of the veterinary profession, it's a real confidence booster. And as I watch them grow and their confidence grows, then they're able to translate all of that vast knowledge that they learned in veterinary school into helping pets, which is what we're all here to do. So the confidence piece is just so, so wonderful to witness. And I think the people who really have kind of a tight community around them will reach feelings of confidence more quickly. No, that is such a big point. And again, like you mentioned, it's not just the new grad who grows in confidence. It helps build the confidence of the people that they're working with. And then as in turn, you're able to provide better care for these patients, for these clients, which in turn strengthens the community even more. It's this kind of... um 
constant cycle that is occurring. And oh, I just had a thought about it as well. It's just like the investment into the community is that like, again, like you build your confidence, like you want to invest more into the community. And as a result, like, honestly, we're probably going to have lower turnover of veterinarians, which that is something that in a way can hurt a community is when you're constantly having new people come in, other people leave, having to constantly relearn or just learn who these people are, what their needs, what their wants are, how to care for them. And so again, higher turnover, the community itself kind of breaks down a little bit more. And I feel like I'm just kind of repeating myself. So I'll let you I'll let you jump in there. No, I mean, I just I have chills hearing you talk about this kind of trickle down effect that we as veterinarians have. You know, I think as a new grad, we're so focused on remembering how to manage diabetes or chronic kidney disease or whatever it is that we're seeing in clinical practice and really not being aware so much of this trickle down effect that we have in the community at large. You know, veterinarians have such an important role in the wider community with the ways that you just described. I mean, it really, it's so much of what I love about this profession. You know, we're helping patients and pet owners and families. And then there's this trickle down effect into the community. And I agree with you completely about the the turnover problem. You know, the turnover rate for new veterinarians is abysmally high. It's a huge mission of us, you know, our program here at Ready Vet Go is to help strengthen relationships between clinics and their new associates to decrease turnover. Because the new grads that I see who reach confidence more quickly and have more joy in those first early years are the ones who are able to have really successful relationships Mm -hmm. for a period of time in their first job. And by decreasing turnover, we really are able to impact the the in-clinic community and then the community at large, Mm -hmm. the neighborhood. We're a really important part of the day-to-day workings of communities. And the little part that I just thought of as well is obviously it's expensive to bring on a new grad. Yep, it is what it is. Um, There's a lot of money that goes into having someone that needs longer appointments at first and is going to be a bit slower on certain things. And so there's a time period that a new grad has to be in a practice before you start to earn back the money that you spent on them um, in a way. So by reducing that turnover and keeping them in the practice – the practice does a little bit better financially, which I know that's not the point that we're making here, but it is a factor we have to consider. And then also we know that if a new grad, like they leave their first practice in the first year, they may not stay in their second practice for another year. And then if they leave that one, their confidence isn't growing, as you mentioned. And those are the people I've seen a couple of my friends that have decided I haven't been able, all my mentorship promises have fallen through. And I don't think I want to be in the profession anymore. And that just breaks my heart. <laughs> I'm like, ah, how could we have let this happen to these people? They've graduated vet school. They're amazing veterinarians. And yet they've not been supported in a way that makes them want to stay in the profession. So again, this having this community that's there to support them, kind of say, what do you need to succeed? But then also a little bit of themselves being proactive about it. So it's a two-way street. But again, if they're more likely to stay in their first practice, even for three years, the practice is going to do better, they're going to have better confidence, and they're going to be more likely to stay in the profession long term. So those are those other little factors that I know practice managers and medical directors are more worried about (laughs) than the new grad is. But it's something that we have to take into account with everything. So that was the other side of my thought that I lost track of earlier. It's a really, really important point. And that does speak more to the practice owners and the practice managers. You know, it is 
an investment to bring on a new associate. And you're right. If the turnover is high, then they don't get the same return on their investment. And this idea of outsourcing mentorship or outsourcing part of the mentorship program that might happen within a clinic, that's not a concept that a lot of veterinary clinics are used to. And as more and more remote mentoring programs pop up like ours, there's an opportunity for clinics to enroll their new associates in in a program like Ready Vet Go, which will really help strengthen the relationship of the new grad within their clinic. And turnover is definitely decreased. So by making a small investment in a program such as ours, the return on investment is so much higher because confidence is boosted more quickly and turnover is definitely decreased. So it is a really important part of strengthening that community. So it's like, no matter how you look at it, mentorship is important. I feel like I do say that every single episode, just to kind of hone it down for people. But it's like mentorship is very important for you as a new grad, for your practice, for your community, for your patients, for your clients. I could keep on going, but I won't. Oh my goodness. I have absolutely loved our conversation. And I really hope that if there's a new grad out there listening to this, that they're like, they are kind of ignited to want to pursue mentorship a bit more, either to become a mentor or to be proactive and search it out for themselves. And like you mentioned, there are honestly not too many remote mentorship programs that are available. And thankfully, there are more coming, but I will have the information for ReadyVetGo in the show notes for people who want to check it out further. But Danny, do you have any lasting words of wisdom for these new grads? So say I'm your new grad, I'm coming into the practice, and I really just want to find more community. What would be like that one liner that you would say to me? Put you on the spot there. Get out of your comfort zone and get curious. I think those are the two most important things. It can be very uncomfortable to reach out and form your own community. I encourage everybody to lead with curiosity. If you approach somebody that you want to be friends with, with a place of curiosity, either somebody within your clinic or outside of your clinic, I think you're going to be able to form that community a little bit more quickly. And I would just you know, let new grads know that the struggles that they're having, they're not alone. And by joining up with other new grads in a program like Freddy Vetco or one of the other groups where you can sort of be with other new veterinarians to hear that they also are having the same struggles, the struggles are universal. And surrounding yourself with community to help boost your confidence, I think you're just going to have such a, a better start to your career and ask for help. Mm-hmm. We're here to help you. Those of us who have been doing this for a long time and love this profession, we want to help. We want you to thrive and love this profession that I personally love so much. There's nothing else that I could add. That's a perfect mic drop right there. (laughs) So I will say, Danny, thank you once again for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I loved our conversation. And if you guys have more questions, definitely reach out to myself or Danny. I know she's more than happy to answer any questions. And so again, her information will be in the show notes. But until next time, y'all, see ya. So that's it for another show. Thank you so much to Dr. Mariah and her guests for today's tips. And if you're interested in learning more about what we do to support early stage vets in their careers, then check out my book, Sorry Vet Now What?, or non-clinical skills training class of the same name. Until next time, take care.